What's up, everybody? Um, obviously, you know, yesterday we talked about chemical dependency. Today is a Friday. Uh, I'll probably put this out over the weekend or on Monday. But really, today's uh, topic was it's, it's a talk show. What that talk show is, it's a little bit hard, but I kind of wanted to go over it because I think it's important. Um, so just to kind of review over what we went over you know, yesterday was withdrawal, um, the different family roles, enabling the myths of drug use and, and trap. Um, not trap like trap house or trap like as in you know, basketball type of trap, like half court trap, but trap as in, um, what was it, trials, recreation, um, addiction, and pinned down, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look this up in the book. Abuse, trial, recreation, abuse, pinned down. I was trying to do that right off the top of my head and I didn't even, I got some of it right. So today I just really wanted to touch on um, uh, the, the talk show. And usually in the talk show what we do um, is we give each individual a person. Um, the current, and I'll just kind of go over it a little bit, but we would give like a, the current drug addict, his name is David, we would give it to some, an individual. Um, David's girlfriend, whose name is Cecilia, we would give that to a, you know, individual. And there's a couple other ones, like the parent of a teenager who was a victim of drink, uh, drunk driving. Um, the recovering drug addict alcoholic. Uh, a a, a uh, driver who was, uh, got caught with a DUI. And he was um, convicted of manslaughter. And there's the best friend of someone who died in an accidental overdose. Now, usually we just ask kind of the volunteers to, to fill the role of each guest. Usually we have to pick them and, and make sure that they, um, you know, understand kind of what's going on. And we ask them to really take it seriously because this is kind of one of those cool things um, and I'm not saying cool because they got to go over it, but it, cool is, and they get to put their, they get to put themselves in their, sh in the shoes of an individual um, that may be an addict, that may be a, you know, got caught with a DUI or maybe a victim. Uh, so they get to put themselves. So it's kind of like asking them to fill the roles. We arrange the classroom to really look like the set of a talk show. Um, where I'm the host and they're the guests and I get to talk to them and discuss, hey, this is what's going on. Um, and you kind of just remind them that they're going to be actors for this period. You know, you kind of stress, you stress the importance of staying in the character because a lot of times, you know, you, you give them, uh, we, we give an individual their role and they don't take it seriously, which makes it hard. And this is, like I said, this is what's cool about it is they, they get to kind of really immerse themselves in, immerse themselves in a situation such as you know if i if i get picked as um david i'm the drug addict so it's like all right well be an addict like what do you know about it they get to know like act out what they know about addicts and and things of that nature so it's cool to see what they what they have seen and what they have to say so Sometimes they don't take it seriously, so you ask them to kind of stay in character. Um, this is one of those parts where I usually just kind of, you know, my, my brother is, uh, has been an actor in a couple things, and I kind of show 
or like not show them, but I tell them kind of just, you know, what, what he does to stay in character and things of that nature. And sometimes they're like, oh, and I was like, I'll challenge like, you know, that he can do it better and things of that nature. So, but I mean, they get to experience what their character feels and pretty much they get to act as though they are that person. I mean, that that's the touch on it. And, you know, you um you kind of tell them that you're going to ask them questions. And there's a list of questions here in the book that I'm looking at. Uh, there's a list of questions and they get to answer it however they see fit. But obviously, you know, sometimes it does get to the point where they don't want to take it seriously. And then sometimes there are classes and groups where they, they take it 100% seriously. Uh, and they... they um, They may take it to that realm of, you know, getting a little bit of emotional. I've had that happen once, but not not very often. Uh, But, you know, um, be prepared to ask your questions by volunteering or by being called by the host. Uh, You may make comments to the guests as long. You know, it's it's an interaction. I I try to run it like a like a Steve Harvey type thing. Um, So, I mean, it's pretty much to give everyone the opportunity to like interact, you know. I, I, you're supposed to stop at least five to 10 minutes before the end of class to discuss the show, you know, and kind of the, some of the questions are just, you know, have, has anyone ever had a friend or relative who was addicted to drugs? Most of the people we talk to, they, yeah, they probably have. Um, how many students here in your school do you think are abusing drugs? Um, that one's kind of a, a, a tricky one because, you know, um, they may feel differently, Sometimes they may raise hands, sometimes they don't. It's like it's a 50-50 shot. Uh, you know, which drugs are commonly used? Um, most of the time it is marijuana. That's the one that's, that's, that's really being used. Marijuana and alcohol. Those are kind of the two big ones that we kind of run into. And, uh, you know, do you have friends that have drug problems but don't admit it? You know, and then we kind of touch, I kind of touch on what we talked about last class period about enabling and... How, you know, if we're supposed to be good friends, how can we stop that and trying to stay positive and things of that nature? And we, that's the f- last five to ten minutes. And then even in the next session, um, you know, I, it's, it's, it's going to be it's stress, health, and, uh, stress, health, and goals. I kind of touch on this a little bit beforehand, maybe like five, ten minutes, because stress, health, and goals goes very quick and it's exciting. Um, but usually I, I try to touch on this for another five to ten minutes because it's it is something that we can kind of go over a little bit more. Um and then we kind of touch on, you know, what do you think the difference is between use and abuse? Uh and in that one everyone perceives it differently. And that's where you kind of touch on, you know, that not everyone has the same mindset and they think differently. So I may be using it, um I may be abusing it, but to you it's just I'm I'm just using. And in a sense, I'm actually like some people can come around and be like, oh, no, he's abusing. You think I'm using, but it, it's, it's the difference in mindset. I mean, obviously we get, you know, when it comes to stereotyping and it comes to the other sessions, there's other sessions where we talk about, you know, self-control. Every, and the, the whole point of this also on the life scale is to teach individuals that we all have different perceptions. We all have different outlooks. We all have different mindsets. We're all raised up differently. The way I see, you know, and I always bring it back to the who's better competition. Um, is Michael Jordan better or is LeBron James? I think Michael Jordan is better because he, um, one, I'm a big Bulls fan, but two, you know, six rings, everything like that. And we can go on. 
and some people may think LeBron is better. It's different mindset, different things. Did you get to see him play? Did you not get to see him play? Things of that nature. So we kind of touch on that and, you know, I don't try to dive too deep into that because that's a conversation that can get carried away. But just kind of letting you know, you know, use for abuse and different perception basically is is causing problems. Um, and then what do you think, uh, or what, what can you do to support people who want help but don't know how to ask for it? And that's kind of where we end end it, um, you know, not enabling them. Um, let them know you're there to support them. Uh, I often sit there and say, you know, we want our friends to be the best thing to happen to us. And we want people to stand up for us and help us in times of need. Yet when the going gets tough and they need help, we kind of tend to to brush individuals off and say, no, you know, I'm not going to help you. Um, I, I, I'm just not. It's, it's, it's too much work. Yeah, we want people to listen to us, help us, act on, you know, act on those things and, and, and really care for us. And yet we're not willing to do that. Um, and I often sit there and say, you know, everything we do is always a two way street. You know, there's cars coming towards us as we're going with the flow of traffic. Uh, I said it's not a one way in a bicycle path. And to explain that, it's, you know, while we're going through life, obviously things are coming at us. And we have to handle them and we have to learn how to get through them. As compared to a one-way and a bicycle path, everything's just going forward and we're just looking around and, and everything's going, you know, easy. Um, and that's kind of what, what, what we touch on in that topic. Uh, but to, you know, summarize it, it's just, it's a way of sharing the social impact of addiction to alcohol and, and pretty much other drugs, you know. And, and to kind of touch base and give you a little brief description is, you know, um, David was losing control. And uh, Yevon was uh, regaining control. Eddie killed someone. Jessica lost, you know, his or her son. Frank uh, lost a friend. And Cecilia may decide to get out of a no-win situation. I mean, obviously, each person has their own thing uh, of, of, of what they are and who they are. And I just wanted to touch on it briefly because this is one that's better done in person rather than, you know, Trying to get a bunch of people together, and obviously with social distancing, it's it's, it's just not possible. Um, but you know, then we kind of touch on you know what was the purpose of the talk show. Most of the time, they give it. Um, what does it mean to enable someone? Enabling behavior. Uh, who was the addict on the show? Uh, did the inmate on the show show? Uh, did the inmate on the show drink and drive often? Uh, you know, just kind of seeing if they were really paying attention. And then what are some of the benefits of recovered, a recovered addict has to uh, enjoy? And most of the time it's, you know, they're, they're improved life, their family's better and things of that nature. And some of the people we talk to are, are going through that. Like they are going through um, recovery. Well, I don't want to say they're going through recovery because once you're in recovery, you're always in recovery. But they're, they're, they're beginning that, that baby step type of program. And that's what's so cool about it is that they get to see and put themselves in their perspective and see, wow. And, you know, sometimes they just want to sit back and see what other people got to say about it. But this is a great way to break down stereotypes and show them. And before you get onto stress, health and goals, which is like, I wish we could make that two days and that'll be a fun cast. Um, but we'll see what, if, if, if it's done this week, next week, whatever the case is. But it's so cool to see um, those things happen in the group message or, or in the group and in the uh, whether it's adults or mostly, ki- uh, the, you know, the high school kids, and I'm 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 rambling here. 
but it's so cool to see. It's so cool to do. It's so cool to be a part of. You know, like I said, it's it's not one of those sessions that it's easy to just do a, a, a podcast over. It's one of those ones that it's it's better done in person and, and things of that nature. But I figured I would touch on it anyways, not really give you the, the like give you a brief description of what we do and how we do it, rather than do like, oh my gosh, this is what it's about. It's to teach the kids that, you know, put yourself in their shoes. And it also helps them, you know, we tie I tie I try to tie in other stuff as far as put yourself in other people's shoes now. We often make fun of individuals of what they're going through, what they're wearing, what they're, but we don't know their circumstances. And it ties the other, other ones together. And it's about that life thing of never judge a book by its cover. Um, the often thing that I say is, you know, when people are going to look for jobs, they're networking. And when you're networking, you're trying to get to know people and you're trying to um, make sure, you know, they, they may have connections in other places that you don't. And... It's trying to explain to them that never judge a book by its cover. Never just assume. Get to know the person. You see a person sitting alone by lunch. I was like, how do you know he can't help you in something that you're struggling in? How do you know that that person isn't struggling, period, and you can be the difference maker? Or you make a friend. I said, most of the time, we want people to listen to our issues, and we want people to... um, you know, always go, woe is me and things of that nature. But when it comes time to us to listen to other individuals and walk with them in their steps, we kind of sit there and say, no, life is coming too fast and, and, and everything like that. And I don't want to do it. And it's too much work and yada, yada, yada. But life is, is so great, man. Like it, like I said, it's a two way street in anything you do, whether it's marriage, whether it's friendships, relationships, there's give and there's take, man. Like it, it it's just that simple. Of you're going to give a little and you're also going to take a little. That's that thing. You know, um, there's that book that, shoot, there's that book. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's called Bucket Filler. You know, be a bucket filler. In a sense, it's it's filling other people's buckets. And, you know, with with the high school kids, it's, it's get to know the person. You know, if that person is going through addiction, how do how do you stop enabling? How do you try to find help with them? How do you try to be that person and do it? I was like, you know, you can only help someone so much. Maybe they don't want the help. Maybe you're trying to help them and they're like, hey, I don't want your help. Then fine. So be it. All right. I tried everything in my power to do it. It is what it is. Okay. That's all you can do. And it's just it's it's amazing, man. Like the kids get it. And then when we go into stress, health and goals, which is. A fun one that'll have some. I try to put music at the beginning and the end of everything to to give it a, a nice chill vibe and and have fun with it and stuff. But that's one that I'm gonna I'm gonna do some great things and and, and pump it up and you know get loud with uh, whenever I do record that one. But like I said, you know this is a great one the talk show. I think we often overlook it because we don't want to do it, but. It, it's a great one to do. So again, stay safe, have fun, uh, you know, live healthy. <laughs>